Marco Stunt is your new BTE champion. Good. Oh, so you're the heel then? Yeah. Is there anything worse than Brandon Cutler? Nothing I know of. The best thing he ever did was just get fucking. He, he was a what were we calling? We he was a wiener. He was a wiener in that six man tag match for for Pockety Kingston and and Pentagon to beat up. Yeah, I mean, like when you look around the ring, you have like five people who are like the top of the the card, and then you have Brandon Cutler. Yeah, he so, was. So you walk out to the ring like, I think I know how this one's gonna play out. Yeah. He got wienered. Either Brendan Cutler is taking the pin, or Brendan Cutler is getting the pin off someone. Is he Danny Davis or Danny numbers. Davis? Uh, he's Danny Davis. But which Danny Davis is he? The former. Okay. So he's Danny Davis. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. I tried to say it like how you said the first one. Yeah. Like Danny Davis or Danny Davis. Yeah. Like I was trying to go for the first one. Okay. I did not. I forgot which way I put the emphasis. Yeah, your inflections were uh, correct, though. I think. All right. Cool. Your syntax was right. I did. I did all my wrestling ketchup on Saturday morning. Your wrestling ketchup and mustard. Yeah. You had a little bit of mustard. So I watched the dynamite. The dynamite was okay. Yeah, even when they're on Friday night and they're like, nothing's happening because it's not at like 10 o'clock, it's still a fine show to watch. You know, I figured out Jake Hager has the best gig in wrestling. What, to just show up and do nothing? Just show up. All he is is he's in the fucking inner circle. He gets to do Austin stuff. But he probably takes like 10 bumps a year. Yeah. He's one of those people who, if they weren't in AEW anymore, I wouldn't notice or care. Correct. Yeah. But he's got a figure coming out, so they're going to keep him. Yeah, they keep him around. I mean, he's probably, honestly, his value is that he does real fights. Yes. And the fact that he's probably wasn't doing real fights. He's, he legitimizes AEW's roster. He gives them like that tough guy edge. Yeah. It's like a, they probably brought him in for a, to be an attraction, and the thing that made him an attraction is not happening. Well, it's, it could be happening now. But that being said, all he did, he faced Moxley for the title in an empty arena match, which is pretty cool. Yep. And uh, yeah, now he just drives a forklift and... Destroys the limousines. Feuded with uh, uh, Wardlow. A Wardlow, yeah, yeah. He's still he's still feuding with Wardlow. Yeah. It's just the the best days of that feud are are gone now. It was when they went to Vegas and were staring at each other the whole time. I was like, this is good. This is how you do a feud. And then it kind of just didn't really move. They're gonna really make me not care about either of those two factions soon. I mean, I still like FTR and MJF. I also like FTR and MJF. And that's about I like it. MJF's shoe choice. It doesn't match his suit or his scarf, but goddamn. I didn't notice. So he had a real... Did you watch Dynamite this week? Yes. So he had a very heel wardrobe. Of course. Uh, Arn Anderson's son thinks that he's The Rock in 2002. With uh. the... With his fucking khaki shorts and his boat shoes with no socks. Okay, I wasn't. No, I didn't know where you were going with that. I didn't remember because I thought it was it was so like unimportant that it was really not even worth paying attention to. I had a lot of thoughts about a lot of things. I was watching it by myself, probably. 
Yeah, I was watching. So I was like it paying alone attention too. to it. I was watching it alone, and it was on my laptop, so I was playing a video game on my TV at the same time. Uh, Nick Jackson's hair is the most overheal in the company. They're, the Bucks have been very good at healing themselves up. Like they grew like thicker beards, and they have dangly earrings and the headbands with the they danglies. Do, they do Macho Man points. Yeah. Um. And. uh also, I like how Brennan Cutler has to wrestle in the jumpsuit now. Yeah, he has gear. Yeah, but they make him wrestle in the jumpsuit because he's their young boy. It's <laughs> such a it like the the way they've booked it is so good. Uh, Kenny Omega is cool. I like how he his job is to basically be heel Christian, just get get, get good matches out of everyone he wrestles, but win still. But he's the heel version, and Christian's the babyface version. But they're doing the exact same thing. I guess, except Omega's more over than Christian. Sure. No, I mean, Omega's the champion. Yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying they're doing the same thing, but as baby faces and heels, but both of them are just going out there and having good matches with everyone they wrestle. Who did Christian wrestle on that one? Uh, it was... Uh, was it Hobbs? I think he wrestled Hobbs a few weeks ago. Who did he wrestle this week? It might have been Hobbs, actually. No, Hobbs was in the main event. Uh, oh, you're right, he was. I forget. I remember it being a good match. Christian had like a pretty decent match with someone. Yeah. Oh, no, it was um, uh, fucking hybrid guy. Yes, it was on Helico. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, yeah. Actually, yeah, that, that makes sense that that was a good match then. Uh, Angelico is one of the most underrated people they have. Yeah. Was, his other guy, the other guy got hurt for a little while, didn't he? Jack Evans, yeah. Yeah, and so Angelico was doing some singles matches, and they, they pretty much was winning most of them. Yeah, he just has a, a really good style. It's like the British style, but there's also a little bit of like Lucha Libre. Well, he also looks like in. a dink. Yes. Like, he like really has a slappable face. Yes. he's he, It works as a heel. Yeah. And so, you, like, you can't cheer for him, but he has a, he has a good... Uh, like a, a good wrestling style that I like. It's not too flashy. It's mostly just like submission holds. It looks like it hurts. Yeah, it's it looks believable. Probably because it it hurts. Maybe, maybe he's going out there and hurting people. There's uh, did you watch Dark Side this week? I know I'm all over the place. I'm just trying to think all the things no, I watch on Saturday. We'll keep it free this week. Uh, I did not watch Dark Side. Okay, which episode was it? Uh, Dynamite Kid. Okay, no, I didn't watch this one. I figured out Darkseid's theory, like not theory, uh, like their their methods, how they do it. Well, the moral of all their stories is: don't do drugs, and cops are fucking stupid. The cops are always a dope in every episode of that show, and drugs are usually pretty bad for you. You should stay. It's away on from Vice, them. right? Yeah, yeah. You know the founder of Vice founded the Proud Boys. Yeah. Gavin McGinnis. He was also on Kenny vs. Spenny. He was the judge on who was cooler. And Spenny came down looking like... Yeah, like some like, like fucking nobody, like bad comedian guy... Yeah. Started... Some, the no, downfall of society. The, the downfall <laughs> of modern society. Uh, where was I going with that? But yeah, anyway. Uh, I did not watch Dark Side. But anyway, yeah. Cops are dumb on... Like, yeah, yeah, like 
the Snooka episode is just pretty much like, I mean, what would you think have happened? Right. Like, like Dynamite's wife called the cops because he was threatening to shoot her. I've, if, if I've she didn't heard leave. that story, yeah. And the cops are like, well, he's letting you leave. Uh, okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Also, another dumb cop story. Uh, a father shot his own son in a road rage incident in Texas. And no charges are being pressed because the cop said it was just an accident. So you can shoot someone in Texas now by accident. If you murder someone, you get the death penalty in Texas. Like it makes no fucking I mean, sense at, at least, all. <laughs> at least it was a fucking white person that got shot. Because you all know if a black person shot his kid, he wouldn't be getting away with it. No, there wouldn't be no. I act. didn't even have to ask the question. Yeah. I correctly assumed. It's just the dumbest mindset in the world. It's all over the place, and it's all meant to just, like, protect a certain group of people. Yeah. It feels good to be protected, though. I don't want it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like playing a game on the easiest mode and, like, thinking you're as good as, like, expert players, you know? Yeah. Like, put it on... Play on all Madden. No, yeah, play it... (laughs) <laughs> Speak, <laughs> speaking of all madden uh tanked the other night me and chikini so we played some madden and uh i fucked up the last two i was the worst game manager of all time uh, i would have won the game had i not been an idiot and i i had the re- were you trying to throw the ball when you should have been no, running clock i was ahead and i thought i was behind oh <laughs> your mark is smart yeah uh but in my defense i was drinking like pretty much everything I had like cocktails at the bar and then beers and then I was drinking claws after that. So I was all over the place with the drinking and I was, that's fair. I was, I was listening to some, some jazz cigarettes as well. So speaking of football, did you see that guy die? (laughs) No, but let me, let me finish my story first. Uh, so me and Chikini are playing, I'm the giants and he is Cleveland. So we both picked bad teams and, uh, this is 20, not 21. So, <laughs> to clarify, um, so so which one of you has o- OBJ? I think he did. Okay, he had, he definitely had the better team, but it was only ranked like a point higher than me. Uh, but he had like Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, uh, Landry, uh, Mayfield, and OBJ. Well, I had uh, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, and Golden Tate and Evan Ingram. Okay, I mean... Also, I could not run the ball. My line was a sieve. Were you, were you running screenplays? Uh, I tried, but I would get sacked immediately. That's, that's, that's when the screenplays should work. No, it was, like, immediate. I pressed, the, I pressed the, the check down button, and he didn't throw it. Wow, Daniel Jones sucks. No, it was bad. Uh, so my play calling was very limited, and Shakiti was just running the ball all over me because my defense also was dog shit. But uh, he won twenty three to twenty one in the end of it. Did he kick a field goal to win? <coughs> I missed a field goal earlier in the game. Oh, that's never good. <laughs> um, his meet, his kicker meter was going off towards the end of the game, and uh, I told him to uh, switch to his punter so that way he would get the meter back because it'd be a fresh kicker. And he didn't do it, and then he got no meter and and blew a kickoff. So I got the ball in like the fifty yard line with like twelve seconds left. I threw a pass, but then it, I tried to run up to the ball, but they didn't want me to get the playoff, and that's how I lost. No timeouts? 
I had no timeouts left because I was calling timeouts because I thought I was behind on Chikini's drive. <laughs> if I just let the clock play out, clock play out, he would have called the timeouts. But wrong I wrong gay had- guy at the wrong yeah. gay time. <laughs> yeah, we just let the cock play out. <laughs> <laughs> what well, is Pride Month? So you know, <laughs> and you're a proud boy. I'm not a proud boy. <laughs> Uh, terrible. What if we just terrible. started a chat? Well, we would have to be gay and racist, but like just the the, like the really proud boys, <laughs> the pride boys, the pride boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish we could name the episode that without like raising a flag. Yeah, I th- you know I think the way we did it last week was pretty good. No <laughs> flags. It was just kind of funny. Yeah. We'll think of something better. As we still we still get forty five more minutes. It's true. But just you know, as of right now, I wish we could call the episode Pride Boys. <laughs> Maybe that could be like the uh That's the alternate. That's like the like the inside joke. Like this ep- this is the Pride Boys episode, but it's called something else. But listener, you've gone this far in. This episode is called Pride Boys. So there, are, there I I have seen a a, a pocket of uh bigoted gay people in recent years oh, i'm sure there's bigoted there's bigoted everyone yeah I've, I've i've seen it expand though like now like there's gay people that are bigoted against trans people and so i've heard of that the, and- it's the lg uh the lgb community as they call it they took out the t <laughs> like very mean-spirited uh that so that's grown that's kind of because of jk rowling though coming out against trans people you gotta love it when fucking idiots yeah all my moral decisions are based on the author of the harry potter series well i mean she was like a liberal firebrand for years and then and then all of a sudden she was like by the way hate trans people yeah want to see how liberal i am i'm so liberal that i start hating who's the enders game author uh scott card um Sure, the, the made-up series of words makes sense to me. <laughs> he uh, he was like basically always heralded as like a, a solid writer of like sci-fi because there was always like um, socialist themes sort of winning out in his novels. Um, I've never read them, but that's what I've gathered. But he came out as like super homophobic and against gay rights and against gay marriage, and so it was sort of like. J.K. Rowling is the, I think it's Francis Scott Card is his name. Like, Didn't he write the National Anthem? No, that was, uh, what was that guy's name? I forget. Francis that. Scott Key. And it wasn't Maybe the I'm National... combining the two. Yeah. I don't just, no, you didn't, yeah, you didn't say the name. I, it was supposed to be a joke that you got. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm going to look this up because I, I feel stupid. Orson Scott Card is his name. Orson Scott Card. Yeah. That sounds like something I say when I'm drunk. <laughs> Orson Scott Card. We ordered the Orson Scott Card off eBay. <laughs> 50 bucks autographed. PSA'd. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there was a... Uh, the Impact Wrestling pay-per-view was good. Oh, yeah. That's how we got here. Yeah. Uh, they had most of the show in uh, the impact zone. And then the main event was at Daly's place. 
So the main event had a little bit of a crowd. Not much, but a little bit. You could tell it was like one of those AEW Dark tapings uh, at, that probably happened like before or after Bound for Glory because the stage was still set up that way. So Kenny Omega won. Yes. Young Bucks interfered. Okay. Uh, good match, though. Enjoyable. Uh, Sammy Callahan came out afterwards and attacked them. So yeah, I guess you do. You, you do have to keep up your uh, the impact programs. Uh, it's a good show. It would. It's like I'm just talking about Omega in, in general. Oh yeah, he's the champion, so he's got to be involved in some some fucking feud with them. Like, uh, it's just not. It doesn't insult your intelligence. It's not like Shakespeare, but. It's just everything perfectly fine. Yeah, it's perfectly acceptable wrestling. Yeah, and that's what uh, Impact wasn't for like a decade. They do. um, Impact loves the supernatural characters a little more than like. Sometimes they present their their product as a little Ring of Honor-y, but then there's like. Someone will get shot. Well, someone gets shot. There's like, <laughs> there's a guy that looks like a bull. Yes, Taurus. Yeah, Taurus. Like having a bull lose to a roll up. Like <laughs> giving a bull a schoolboy just doesn't work for me. <laughs> a crucifix. Yeah. <laughs> and what's work? the um? What's the? There's like a real like zombie style, creepy girl lady there too, right? Rosemary, or Sue, Sue Young, but she's Susan right now. Well, she's both. Yes. Right now, she's Susan, the... The, the Karen? She's basically like a Susan's a Karen? A Karen? Yeah. yeah. That's her character. She wears like, also, the business suit. They also got all the the uh, women wrestlers with the big thighs. I'm not against that, though. I'm not saying it's a good or a bad thing. Uh, Jordan Grace, she's a... Uh, she's heavy with the thirst trap shit she'll she'll post like butt pics in a bikini on a, on the beach and i'm just like yep and she just has a very enormous butt there's nothing wrong with that for no, sure it's, it's ideal i'm not a i'm not a butt man as much as a boob man but her butt does it for me i wish we could name the episode i'm not a butt man i'm more of a boob man but her butt does it for me <laughs> My dad was wrong. I do like girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was anything else? What else happened on the impact? Should I, should I even watch it or can I? Yes, just... definitely watch it because it's just it's good to have on in the background while you just do some something else. And... Did Nick Gage attack fucking Cardona? Cardona? Wasn't there? No. Oh. Uh, Myers did a pretty good promo in the back though. He's such a good shitty heel. Yeah, he's a he's a good bullshit heel. Uh, he's like teaching a newbie now how to be a professional wrestler, and just giving him advice and it's all like shitty heel advice. He's doing the Paul Orndorff gimmick from '83. Yes, um, and then like Joe something came up behind him and uh, was just like, "Hey, whatever this guy's telling you, don't listen to it." And uh, Myers just gets up and is just like, "This coming from a guy who ain't even booked in the pay per view," which Myers was also not booked in the pay per view. <laughs> so he's like, "Take this down." Don't take the bait, and then he just walks away from him. <laughs> I'm just like, ah, oh, that is just because he looked. He came off looking very strong, but then just ended it with him being a chicken shit. 
<laughs> and it's just such good heel work. Not as not as good as Cardona's heel work right now, though. It's it partly, partly, yeah, partly. Well, we know what word I wanted to say. You know, it, it's not up to him. You just gotta, you just kind of, kind of, kind of bask in it. So the my fans thing is pretty good. That's he, probably the best thing that he's doing. He talked about it on his on the podcast where he's just like. When you're talking to, like, Myers made him explain it, because, like, I don't get what the quotation my fans is. And he goes, well, you know, I did the YouTube show 10 years ago, and I had my fans, and now I have my fans who didn't stick around. <laughs> and, and now I'm just like, ugh, lean into it, Matt. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're doing it right. Well, also, like, Nick Gage talks about his, I fucking love my fans all the time. Like, he says it, like, I love Nick Gage. But like part of the reason I love Nick Gage is because he's a pull string promo. It's the same shit every time. He just says it cool. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But it's that's some good. That's some good wrestling. It's a. It's this is the Shakespeare of wrestling. You know, it's well written, even though it's just like done on the indies. Well, it's it's, it's probably fucking great for GCW. Yes. Like, this is probably going to be the most money they make from a, maybe not the most, but, like, it's good. It's going to bring in people that would never have watched that show. Yeah. For sure. I probably wouldn't have gotten around to ever watching it, but. I, there are things I try to, they, you obviously didn't watch the last Daddy Standing match this weekend. The last Daddy Standing? The last Daddy Standing match. It was Paro versus Effie. <laughs> I didn't see the first I'm hearing about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> There's too much good wrestling right now. It's spread out over different companies, so I can't really commit to anything. Yeah, I mean, GCW is one of those ones where like you can't just watch every fucking event, A, because you'll go broke. Yeah. Because everything costs money for them, pretty much. But, like, yeah, if you want to watch wrestling, like, there's enough wrestling to watch until you're just done watching wrestling. There's no reason. I'm at a place now where I can just watch as much as I want. I don't feel bad that I'm missing any of it. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I'm like... I watch the right amount of wrestling now. I watch Impact pretty much every week, except I missed a few weeks here and there. And then I watch Dynamite most weeks too, but sometimes I will miss it. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm on like a 90% success rate with Dynamite. Like probably every other week with Dark, even though I've been slacking on that. Probably because I've been watching Impact more, which is better. I find I enjoy AEW more by not watching all their other shows. Yeah, but it's... The squash matches are fun for other reasons. I just I can't watch Paul White. I can't watch Elevation. That it has nothing for me. But I like I like watching the squash matches to see what they're going to do something. Who they're going to do something interesting with? AW definitely doesn't protect the commentators. No, there's no editing done at all. Like they don't protect the wrestlers on those shows. There's some like uh, Luchasaurus had a real fucking rough go of it. Like this is taped. Yeah. I wish they could go around and, and fix some of that stuff because Paul White said a line like how I said cock management earlier when I meant clock management, but I was just kind of being dumb. And uh, he flubbed the line and was like, ah, you know, I'll try that again. And then he's, he does it again. I'm just like, you didn't need this. You could have just had the good take well, I, and then no one would know. I also like the part of the chart part of the reason dark's great is because excalibur and taz are just bullshitting the entire time yes and they're having when, a good time when taz fucks up they like they riff on it yes 
So, like, ideally, that would probably be what they want to do. Um, it's also probably part of the reason that that show works is because, like, the less you edit it, the cheaper it is. Yes. And that's a lot of that's a lot of wrestling if you can produce it cheap. So, but I do like how Matthew started. It was like, in, it was like insipid uh, Taz commentary, but now it's like ingenious Taz commentary. <laughs> it's, it's the best part of that show. Uh, but I, I don't watch it just because it's too much. I think. And yeah, I, that's definitely a, like if I'm making dinner, like, like I, I, I'm more interested in the commentary. I guess like. If that's the reason you're watching, it's probably not worth me watching then, you know? No, no. It's definitely not something to intentionally keep up with, but if like I'm on the couch and I'm like gonna be on my phone but the TV's on, like, yeah, keep it on. On any given week, I'll watch anywhere between two and eight hours of wrestling now. Yeah. You just watch it, it until you watch it till you're full. Depending if there's a pay per view or not. If there's not, it's like two to five hours of wrestling. I watch like at the most, Dynamite, Impact, and maybe something on the network for like one match that I specifically. I'll put on see. a year of um, wrestling with Paul. Like I watched. Uh, it's not years, a month. So I watched. Um, was it November ninety two? Of like, a, so they kind of like give you a like a compilation of stuff that happened on Superstars. Uh, Saturday night's main event if there was anything good. And uh a couple things on Raw. Like when was Flair Flair perfect? Ninety three. January. No, the the tag match. So it was ninety two. Oh, it would have been Survivor, Survivor Series. Series, yeah. Yeah. So the, the not Flair Perfect. It was uh, I meant to say Flair, Razor Ramon, Macho Perfect tag match. Okay, gotcha. The one word perfect replaced warrior. What was the main event of that show? Was I think that, that was it. Was that the Bret Hart versus? Was Bret Hart defending the title against Shawn Michaels? I think he did because Shawn Michaels had just won the Intercontinental Title. I thought too. Okay. Because I know the next year it was the it was supposed to be against Jerry Lawler and it was Shawn Michaels again. Yeah the uh, the one that happened in the Garden. Yes, I went to that. Oh, you did. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What did the heart smell like? I was not close enough. Oh, okay. The, the, the garden is. The, I know Bobby Heenan could smell his parents were around. <laughs> There's also where all the doinks were. Yes. Uh, Bash. I saw Bash and Booger live and in Living Color. Wow. Yeah. I saw Andre in a brown singlet. I know that I was in the same building as Andre a couple times, but I couldn't tell you dick about any of it. I was front row at a house show in Worcester, and Andre had like a brown singlet on. He wrestled the Warrior, and Ted DiBiase was there, and he uh, laughed at me because I was dressed up like Hulk Hogan, who was not there. He was off filming uh, fucking no, no Holds Barred. Oh, damn. Or was it No Holds Barred, or was it... Mr. Suburban Nanny, Commando. Suburban Commando. It would have been the, one of the first movies. I mean, No Holds Barred, you would have been like four or three. Yeah. So I feel like it was, I feel like it was uh, Suburban Commando, probably around like, I think Warrior was champion. Yeah, that makes more sense. I mean, I remember <laughs> when Suburban Commando came out. Yeah, that was when Hogan came back and won the title. I'm trying to think of, what's the most notable thing that you've, as a youth, I guess. Maybe your adult stuff, that's hard to... The most notable thing you went to when you were a kid for a wrestling show? The little auditorium host show where I got in the ring. 
I mean, Storyline-wise. <laughs> As a child? Uh, yeah, like 12 and before. I really didn't go to wrestling after probably age. That was probably the last wrestling show I went to. It was like age six. I'm trying to think of them. It was probably Bulldog turning on Diesel. Where was that? I was at the Lowell Memorial Auditorium. Oh, wow. Because they did two episodes of Raw that night. Wasn't Bri at the uh, Lose Your Smile Raw? Maybe Thursday Raw Thursday? Yeah. I think he was. Yeah. Either that or I remember him being in there and he wasn't. I don't know. Yes, Thursday Raw Thursday. But I think probably the most significant wrestling show I went to as an adult might be either rock and sock forming at the td garden fleet center or joe winning the title from balor joe winning a title from balor was a but it's a way smaller scale is the only thing yeah but it means more to me probably but it's like not as like not everyone knows about that that was the day that prince died it was yeah and I was in like the third row of that show, and you guys were all up in the balcony. Yeah, but <laughs> I I was yelling about sucking Joe's dick in the stairwell in front of children. I was loaded. We were all show. loaded. We went to I, the we went to the what was it the Mandarin? I don't remember what it's called. I was like loaded, loaded. Like that was like maybe the drunkest I've been at a show. Yeah, I was I was hammered too. I. It wasn't the drunkest. The drunkest I've been at a show was the next one we went to with like Velveteen Dream in the main event. I was very drunk at that show. Too. I was pretty much blackout drunk at that one. I was talking about. Oh no! It was me, you, and X returning X listener that were talking in the hallway instead of watching the end of that event. I didn't even care. I was so drunk. Yeah, like we were just drinking. Because I, sa- I said that the other day, like, yeah, me, you, and Ali were talking in the hallway, but we- I was too drunk to find Ali. So I didn't <laughs> talk to him until we got outside. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. I was like, she's an idiot. She doesn't remember that, but she was right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I mean, there's always WrestleMania 33 with the Hardys coming back. I had... I had already seen the Hardys that weekend. I know. And I know. mine was cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, depending on your skin tone. Oh. <laughs> they weren't actually hailing Hitler. <laughs> it just looked like it and felt weird because it was such a large building. <laughs> well, this was a larger building and no one was doing that. Yeah, it's because not all the smarks were at the show I went to. We were sitting behind a group of kids who were in Bullet Club shirts and like an Austin vest, and they were all big Randy Orton fans. That's about where Bullet Club was at that point. One of them was wearing a t-shirt of George W. Bush riding an eagle wearing like an American flag. Yeah, it's Florida. Yeah. God. George W. Bush is like the lib cuck of fucking Republican presidents at this point it's crazy to think that yeah that's how far gone they are is it like the conservatives from 15 years ago are now liberals in their minds that's how far off the reservation they've got like 
I would have felt the same about voting for George W. Bush as the Democratic nominee in this last election than I did about Joe Biden at this point. Like, yeah, okay, sure. Bush, whatever. I mean... Bush, give, give me four more Bush-Cheney years. Ugh. Well, he wouldn't be allowed to, I guess, but... No, because it's a two-term limit. What if, what if um, his dad came back from the dead and ran again in the rainbow wig from that Simpsons episode? He's working like a Mr. America gimmick, but it's without the mask. <laughs> Do you remember the episode of The Simpsons no. where George Bush moved in next door? I remember the, the neighbor one, yeah, and he's feuding with Homer. It's like a Dennis the Menace type of episode. Correct, and then um, it's because he spanked Bart. No, no. But one of the times he uh, was out in the lawn, and I believe it was Bart, put a bunch of super glue on his head and then put a rainbow afro wig on him. So he went and got the afro wig cut to the shape of his haircut his nor- that he normally had. So he's working a rainbow hair gimmick. Uh, yeah. I mean, at this point, it'd probably be uh, accused of trying to make money by libertarians who, enti- whose entire personality is just being conf- confrontational on the internet. Yeah. That's, the way, that's that's slipped over into the the, the left too. We yeah we digged uh, we proved their theory wrong though last week. We didn't make any money off the rainbow pride logo. I'll try it again this week, but yeah. You know what? Um, we I realized that the the major hole in that plan is what's that? We're not selling anything. Uh Well, I mean, donate a dollar if you think that our pride logo is cool. Yeah, donate a dollar and put it in our name so we know. Yeah. Show us a show us a send us screenshots of you donating a dollar. Donate a dollar to charity, send us a screenshot and make sure it's in our name. Yeah. And that's how we'll know that our branding is. And working. we'll write it off on our taxes. Yes. I will definitely write it off. I'll do the write off to Casaris, which is just a clothesline off the ropes. Right? the write-off irs's finishing move i don't remember it i honestly do not remember him ever doing it in real life i'm just trying to think of his finishing move from royal rumble on super nintendo <laughs> uh we'll just call it the roster cut because that's pretty much what you're talking about the roster cut was the clothesline off the off the ropes it's brad myers moved oh i'm thinking of the the reboot. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> the final cut. <laughs> Reboot's a good name for that. It's a better name than the original one. Um, do you want me to spoil NXT for you? Yeah, I'm not going to watch it, so. All right. Uh, Todd Pettengill was the host. Is it, was in, is it in your house again? Yes. Okay. Because he did it last year. Yeah. Um, and he just seems like the most likable person ever. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy. <laughs> Like he had he had karate fighters there. He was doing karate fighters with uh, Dexter Loomis. Okay. Uh, like everyone was making fun of him for being old. Like uh, I forget the group that was there, but the group that was there gave him their album, and they was like, "We know you have something to play this on." And he's like, "Yeah, I do." Because it's like a vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
That's pretty funny. <laughs> he was he was uh, calling the girl host a host from the '90s, so I name I forget. And uh, he was like, "Ah, don't worry, we had no chemistry." <laughs> the the one that hosted the uh, the segment where they gave the house away. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he was talking to like the NXT backstage announcer at that point about it, and he was like, "He calling her that name." He's like, "Ah, don't worry, if they, that's not you. We had no chemistry anyway." <laughs> uh so that was sort of like good backstage like stuff like stuff that like is is fine and like if you're gonna do backstage stuff at least make it like enjoyable uh but they they started the show with a lip sync performance and it was really bad who lip sync i don't know (laughs) i don't know anything about anyone anymore if it's a pop culture reference i don't get it i'm old uh but the the lip sync thing was really bad. So I was just like, who is this for anyway? Like, why do they keep doing this? They did it at Mania for uh, What's Her Face's entrance, and it was really bad. At least that was raining, so I kind of got it. Rhea Ripley? Rhea Ripley, yeah. And But this one was just like to intro the show, and it was like really short. But it was still a terrible lip syncing thing. That's the new America the Beautiful is bad lip sync new metal before a wrestling show. This was, this was like pop. It oh. wasn't new metal. Oh. I'm like, wh- why would you do this? Who is it for? It's not fun. Like, cut. <laughs> like, I wouldn't put that on my show. Um, but the matches themselves were fine. Nothing special. I left to go to the store halfway through the show, so because I needed some of these delicious Gatorade Zeros. Berry this week. Berry this week. Yeah. So it's my number four flavor. It used to form a number three flavor, but. We've had we've had a newcomer. Was it strawberry kiwi? Yeah. No, they didn't have any of those at the store I went to. Yeah, it's a hot property. It's top three flavor. I think it's market basket exclusive. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it might be a stop and shop. I don't know. Stop and shop. You can tell if it's an exclusive because they put a sticker on it and said this is only to be purchased at stop and shop locations. Uh-huh. It has their own separate barcode. Um. Yeah. It's fucked up, right? I I never go there because Market Basket's cheaper. These are like a dollar at Market. Also, Basket. you don't really have a stop and shop. That's actually no, you do. It's the right one, on Main the Street. One, the one on um, right by the Cummings buildings. Yeah. Not to give away where you live. Oh. <laughs> I edited that out of the last uh, podcast from what a while episode. With your address? Not our address, but I gave away our geographic location, and I don't want those nerds to know it. Honestly, I just feel like everyone that listens to this one... Already knows. Already knows. It. That one I understand. That one's trying to attract strangers. We're really... We're talking to a very concentrated yeah. group of people. Yeah. That's fine if they know. Like, how many people named Corey do you think listen to this? Three? Uh... Because there's like nine or ten. I honestly don't know if if we have any Corys listening to this. Well, they used to. They might. Yeah, they used to probably. Yeah. There's there's a handful of mystery people that I don't know who they are. Yeah. And I can't look up the stats anymore because SoundCloud changed. Well, I know we have Woburn listeners. Yeah, yeah, as we should. Yeah. I know. I, I know. There's probably two Woburn listeners. Two Woburn listeners. How do you, I wonder how you look up the stats now. Stats, 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 stats. No, uh, uh, I don't know. But uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, they had a, uh, a ladder match for the million dollar championship. 
Oh, yeah, because they brought that back. Yes. I liked the way they presented it, too, because they didn't have just the belt hanging down. It was the belt in a briefcase with, like, uh, red velvet, like, draped over, like, a stand thing. So it was displayed very nice. And the briefcase was clear. So you could see the belt. Ooh. It was. I was like, this is, like, the best idea they've ever had for one of these matches, in presentation-wise. Like, I don't like the stupid little hanger thing that they use now for two belts. So they can take it off less clumsily? Yeah. Um, so this was just like a Money in the Bank briefcase that was clear, but with the belt inside. And uh, that match was probably the funnest match of the whole show, aside from the main event. Uh, uh, the Grimes dude took a brutal bump off the ladder from inside the ring to the outside of the ring onto a ladder. Ugh. It was like something that Jeff Hardy would do. Like re- it was, I would not want to do it ever. It looked like it was painful. But uh, the former Eli Drake won it. Is he the best part of that show now? I don't know. I don't watch it. Is it his name L.A. Knight? L.A. Knight, yeah. Great shit heel name. Yeah. So he's the million dollar champion now. Is he going to defend it? I mean, it's it, it looks to be like another mid-card title now. Is Ted DiBiase involved? Yes. He presented him with the belt and everything. So he was there. Was it like the Terry Invitational Tournament? <laughs> it should be. The tit? That was the joke. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Took me 23 years, but I got it. The Hardys won her services and then did not care that they want her at all. No, yeah, she became a very forgettable part of that, of that lore. Yeah. I mean, the thing that got over was the ladder match. Like, yeah. It's like you didn't even need to have it named Tit. <laughs> uh, but Vince Russo booked it, so it was going to be named Tit. At least there wasn't anything funny going on with the factions she started after. With Ryan Shamrock and fucking Jacqueline. I think that was before. Pretty Mean Sisters was before the Tit? Yes. Wow. Pretty Mean Sisters was like 99. This was the end of 99. This was, Pretty Mean Sisters was like WrestleMania time 99 with like meat what? as their, uh, yeah, meat, meat, meat was the, uh, was the meat of the pretty mean sisters. And then he was in WCW the next year. God, Vince Russo was terrible at booking new bid card people. He would give them something to do, but it wouldn't be any good. I'm trying to think of one more. What do you think is worse? Terry Reynolds? Uh, pun initials or I guess the Lance Storm ones are great now that I think about it Lance Storm ones are better yeah cause he had the Saskatchewan Hardcore International title yep the he just changed the US title to the Canadian title right yeah and the cruiser rate was like the 105 kilos and under title <laughs> and that was that was Elix Skipper that had it, right? He eventually gave it to Elix Skipper. He deserved it. But Lance Storm won it. He won all those titles in like the span of a week. <laughs> I got the black lung pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like now that when I cough, I was like, I'm gonna die. It's not the same as when, like when you smoke a lot and you cough just because. Like now every time I cough, it's like a traumatic experience. And so just like, maybe I got COVID finally. Well, 
a lot of uh, the Vietnamese hookers are either uh, Viet Cong officers or they have VD, so you can only sleep with the ones who cough. And then someone steals my camera. That's a scene from Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> I've never seen Full Metal Jacket. Oh my god, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. Okay, is it better or worse than It's a Wonderful Life? Way better. Wow. Because as much as like It's a Wonderful Life is like a hopeful, nice movie that makes you feel good inside by the end, Full Metal Jacket just destroys your soul. I mean, It's a Wonderful Life destroys my soul. No, this is... The first like hour of the movie, is they're in basic training to become Marines. And... uh uh What's his fucking name? Vincent D'Onofrio is like an idiot and a hapless, like overweight guy who's, who can't cut it. So they make uh Joker, his like guy to like help him along. And it's Arlie Ermey doing the drill instructor thing. So he's like all over their cases. I'm sure you've heard. He's the gay guy in the, in the Neil Diamond movie, right? hilarious that you that's how you know him <laughs> yes yes he got with jack black in that movie <laughs> <laughs> you ever start saying something you know is gonna work <laughs> that's a funny movie too i liked that movie the first I, I, 700 times i saw it yeah i would seen it in forever but uh god what a weird what a weird theme for a movie <laughs> They're all Neil Diamond in the Neil Diamond cover band. It worked though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you got to see Full Metal Jacket. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Okay, I mean, name the your ten favorite movies. I bet I haven't seen six of them. Uh, Maybe seven. The Terminator, the original one. I uh, have seen the original Terminator. Uh, RoboCop. I have seen RoboCop. Jurassic Park. I have never seen the original Jurassic Park. Fantastic movie. Um, Full Metal Jacket. We would established that one. Uh, do I put Jaws in here or not? I'm going to keep Jaws out as an outlier just because it, it's, it's insp- I love it, but it inspired so many bad movies. It's true. It's a lot of bad movies named Jaws. I'll put The Dark Knight on there. Never it's seen The movie. Dark Knight. That's uh, a good one. Did I say Dumb and Dumber yet? No. I'll put that on there. Okay, I've obviously done Dumb and Dumber. Ghostbusters. Seen the Ghostbusters? Uh, I think I'm at seven. I've s- I haven't seen three of them. Uh, you haven't seen this one. God- Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant Monsters, All Out Attack. <laughs> no, I, haven't. I don't <laughs> think I have. <laughs> um, so I'll throw that one in there. What else? Two more, huh? I feel like I don't want to count that one from my list because it's not classic cinema. Okay, it's not American made. Uh, two more, two more good movies. It's not a two a two more. I do need another Arnold movie in here, huh? I'll just go Predator and Commando. I've never seen Commando. Actually, no, I'll scratch that. Uh, Rocky instead of Commando. I need a stolen movie in there. No, scratch that. Uh, Cliffhanger. I'm going to put the worst one in there. (laughs) I've seen Cliffhanger a few times. Die, Walker! Hey, Cliffhanger. Oh, no. 
Cliffhanger is the one with John Lithgow in it, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> he's such a good bad guy. Well, he's a good fucking dunce, Daniel too. Walker. He's uh he's pretty good on Third Rock from the Sun. And Do you know what real love is, Crystal? Sacrifice. <laughs> now I'm the only one who can fly us out of here. We're partners again. A piece of shit. Oh, he's such a he's such a great piece of shit in that movie. Maybe I need to rewatch Cliffhanger. Yeah. It it's a movie that you could definitely keep watching nowadays and and enjoy. Well, they also like fit I I do like that era of those types of movies. Like Stallone, Schwarzenegger, uh fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme and I mean, to a lesser degree, Seagal, but he started making some real fucking real pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, kind of four or five years later. But around that era, like, they're all, like, biggish budget movies, but they all kind of suck in the same way. They all wish they were diehard. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, Cliffhanger is a fucking hilarious movie. What's the best diehard movie that isn't the first diehard? Probably three with a vengeance. Okay. Jeremus Iron is the bad guy. Had a good plot, too. I need to watch Die Hard 3. Yeah. That's the one with uh, Samuel Jackson. Oh, okay. Okay. I actually have seen that one. The second one's good, too, but uh, I think three's better. Yeah. I feel like I need to. I always enjoy the real weird, deep sequels to these movies. The uh, I haven't seen the two that come after that though. The modern ones. What's the best movie that is three or later in the series of movies? Do Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter do not count. I wouldn't say Harry Potter. Uh, I'll take a Lord of the Rings and I'll take out The Hobbit too. That's uh, Lord of the Rings to me. So Jaws sucks. The Dark Knight Rises sucks. Uh. Three or later. Spider-Man 3 is the worst. Fuck. Terminator 3 is okay, but I don't know. I don't know if you could call that the best. So far, of the ones we've named, it's the I've, best. I've already got it. Return of the Jedi. Uh, I wouldn't even... See, that doesn't even have the same thing to me. I guess... Uh, I guess in that context, it would count. What was the third uh, Star Wars movie that came out in like 2004 the one where darth vader becomes darth vader i do not know if you want to talk about movies i haven't seen i uh, i haven't i haven't seen that one forever and i even forget the name but uh, i for sure have not watched the revenge last... of the sith i think is what uh, that's called the most recent six is there six newer ones how many star wars feature films have there been nine. Oh, actually if you cut the offshoots 11 let's go with the nine because there was the three original, there was the three prequels. Yes. Yeah? And now there's been three Disney ones. And then there's the offshoots. There's been Rogue One, Solo, and maybe one more. I forget. I don't know. I've literally only seen, I think, the second one. I've only seen one Star Wars movie in my entire life. The first three are great. The, the prequels three are meh. 
the if you're going to see any of them, see the last one. And then the newest ones that came out are a mixed bag. I'm not going to watch any of them. I'm just giving you exactly my context for for my Star Wars. I actually haven't seen most of the Star Trek movies either, and I actually like those. I like those shows, and the movies are really good. Uh, even the TNG stuff is really good, and then from there on in, I didn't. I wasn't really into it so much. I I like the shows so much. You would think that I would have found a way to fit the movies into my regimen. Yeah, but if you see the shows, that's still a lot. Next Generation is a fucking hour-long show. No, those episodes are like 40-ish minutes, I think. Well, I guess they were an hour on TV. Yeah. That's what I meant. But yeah, they're 40-something minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, if you watch three episodes of The Next Generation, I would have had time for a movie in there. (laughs) Uh, You've never seen the TNG movies? No. Uh, Generations is a trip, because you get Picard and Kirk. And they're working together to stop, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, he was in, uh, A Clockwork Orange. It's another movie I haven't seen. Malcolm McDowell. Good actor. Generations? I'm gonna fuck with that one. Generations is good. Insurrection's good. Uh, yeah, I just haven't seen them in forever because they're rarely available on streaming shit. But I always enjoy the movie. I do steal, though. Yeah. You lie, you cheat, and you steal. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm like the Eddie Guerrero of Torrance. <laughs> uh, main event of NXT was good, though. What was the main event? It was Karrion Cross defending the title against Adam Cole, who has girl arms, by the way. First time I ever noticed that. His girl arms? Girl, they're very small. And uh, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano... Uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne in a five-way match. And O'Reilly and Pete Dunne were the clear, like, best two in the match, in my opinion. Gargano was just kind of there, and Adam Cole was, like, the uh, the devious heel of the match, I guess. But it was really good. Oh, oh, to the finish was uh, O'Reilly was about to tap out uh, Adam Cole, but Karrion Cross came in and choked him out instead. I appreciate the violent endings to matches like that, where like a baby face or, or is like murdered basically. And Kyle O'Reilly did a really good job at selling that he was being murdered. Like his like his face went like beet red, and he was like drooling, and then like his his eyes got all glassy, and he just like, they weren't shut, but he was just sitting there like staring at the space. Like he looked like he was dead. They're just trying to make it look like they kill people now. Well, yeah. I guess. The young bucks are is a fake wrestling move, but yeah, I mean, does look like if they did it for real, it would hurt. I like Serena Deeb's finish too, where she like smashes the person's knee into the ground and then puts them into like the STF. I do like that too. Uh, who else is a good finish? I forget. I'm trying to. I can't even think of any good finishes that go on now. Yeah, I, I I appreciate just the submission style though, where it's like the point the point isn't to get a tap out, the point is to like make them go out. Yeah, I like that there's more tap outs now. Anyways, it it kind of takes away like the uh, the person looks super strong in defeat because they never gave up anymore. It makes them look weaker than just tapping out because like you've just been overpowered by somebody. Yeah, 
it kind of it kind of flips the script on it. Yes, I, I appreciate that. Well, it's like I know, like I it's that was a finish that got abused. Correct, and they still do it a little. Like too when much. Shane Douglas did it in ECW, it was fine because it was the only time that had really been done in ECW. Um, and it made Shane look strong. Do you know what else that has been? Because they have been doing it. I just saw like three examples that I saw. What has been improving it is that they call the match quick. Like they don't draw out the fact that he's out. Yeah. Like it's like there's a submission on like the the McIntyre Lashley match. Yes. Yes. Like he was out quick. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Kenny Omega and Pac. When on their uh, double or nothing, oh match yeah, or yeah, what was it? Double or nothing or all out or something like that. One for, for from forever ago. Yes. When Pac, had I say for a, a year ago, I think. No, it was like two, three years ago now. It's a long did, time ago. Did he end up? He had to fill in for Moxley. Yes. Because Mox, because I know Pac didn't. Because Pac had the the undefeated streak, he couldn't lose. Yeah. And he would have had a job to hangman, so he just didn't wrestle? Something like that, yeah. Pac works a lot for AEW for that to make sense now. It seems really stupid. Bad at the business. time, it made sense because it protected him in Dragon Gate, and that's where he was at that point. But then he came to AEW, and now he's more like open to, to like working with people and taking a loss. I would hope so. Yeah. He loses all the time. I mean, he's still really good, though. Oh yeah, he's awesome. So, oh no, he's he's great. He's there's no one that they put in matches that I'm not like a little excited or at least interested to see for their pay per views. Even Anthea Gogo. I mean, I was interested to see that just because of Cody was in it, and who the fuck knows what that idiot's gonna do. <laughs> uh, I mean, whatever it's gonna do is like if he's have a max stoppage in the middle of it it's because it looks like he's too hurt to continue. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> but like that's part of like the interest. I won't always I won't always like a Cody match, but I know that it's gonna be too much of something. Yeah. And I can appreciate that. Cody wants all the sympathy. Yeah, he wants all the sympathy, the heat, and the baby face rub. Yeah. He's he's a glutton for wrestling stuff. Cody loves Cody. Cody loves Cody. We didn't think of a better name for this show. We didn't. Fuck. What was it going to be called again? I forgot. Pride Boys? Pride Boys. Uh, Jeremus Iron. Can't think of one. Um, Gregory Iron Mike Sharpie. <laughs> uh, um, we still got a minute and 13 seconds that we have to fill up. Think of an episode name. Uh, sanitarium quotations, Proud Boys, or uh, in the brackets. Uh, welcome Dome. Uh, uh. I don't know. Can I call it you aren't smarter than scientists? Just as a way to throw shade at people who I still see post about the, the pandemic being fake and a way to sell books. And I think they're just the dumbest people in the world. And I want to insult them. Just thinking about uh, episode titles, 
if Metallica was a cool, they would have come up with re Saint Anger <laughs> before Death Magnetic. I'm gonna call this re Saint Anger. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I figured out what I just did would work, but we also have to figure out something else. The song that we're gonna play. Yeah. <laughs> um. 